Hello, friends. Matt Pacilli here again with our Golf in the Commonwealth podcast, and we have an update. With me, I have Chris Lang, our manager of communications here at the VSGA, and we are going to run through the bracket of the 108th VSGA Amateur Championship hosted this year at the Country Club of Petersburg in Petersburg, Virginia. You may recall this being an event that, as we did the podcast back in the spring, uh, Chris and I talked with our director of championships and events, Josh Coates. Uh, this was one that was on the radar celebrating the 100th anniversary of the Country Club of Petersburg. Chris, what's been your experience and takeaways through 36 holes of, of qualifying? Um, it's been a really, really fun experience here. The golf course has played great. I mean, it's, it's been hot, but not too hot. Uh, the, 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 court, the players have moved around pretty quickly around this course, and there have been some low scores, and we kind of expected that. We, we came out here several times for U.S. Amateur four-ball qualifying, and there was definitely holes that you could get on the back nine especially, and that's kind of proven to be the case here so far. And I mean, we saw Teddy Zinsner out there today. He set the competitive course record here at the Country Club of Petersburg with a 62, which was uh, three shots lower than he's ever shot in a competitive round. I don't think it really was sinking in quite yet with yeah. him when he when we were talking to him about it. But uh, to go 128 in two rounds here, uh, that's the lowest score it's ever been recorded in qualifying at the uh, VSG Amateur in 108 years of it. And uh, it's something we sort of expected in this, this round. And it, what's going to be... Uh, great is what that means for match play. Honestly, there's just going to be a lot of aggressive play, firing at flag sticks. Fly, fly, just you're, you're not going to win a whole lot of pars with hole or holes with pars, excuse me. And uh, that's going to be make for some really exciting action. And we saw a really low cut at two under par, forcing a playoff of five players for four spots. The we played the tenth and then the eighteenth and played the tenth once. Three players made pars on that to advance, and then we went to on to the 18th with Adam Hauk and Garnet Manley uh, played the 18th, and both players halved with pars, and then the 10th, uh, Garnet hit his ball left, lost ball, had to hit a provisional off the tee, forced to play that ball, and made a great putt for double bogey, Adam was able to win the hole with bogey and make his way as the 32nd seed. And so let's start right there with that first matchup, 7.30 a.m., Teddy Zinsner and Adam Hauk going off first, number one versus number 32. What do you take of that match? You know, it's it's not a guarantee that the number one seed wins. We, we've seen that before in match play competition. It just depends on who gets hot, who plays well, and – um, certainly it's going to be a big challenge for Adam Houck. I know one of his giant goals was to make it to match play. This is the second time he's done that, but uh, I don't think we've seen a player as dialed in uh, here as Teddy Zinsner has been. He has just been phenomenal. He, he may have had one bad swing all week, and he hits it out of bounds on number four in the first round and ends up making birdie on his second ball for a bogey, and he said that was a momentum saver for me because it was – you know, the round could have gone squirrely on him a little bit there. Instead, he's feeling good about himself, and then he goes out and just uh, no other bogeys. It really was never threatened by it. So if, if if Teddy plays really well and kind of plays the same sort of style that he's played here in the first two days, he's going to be really tough to beat early on in this match play portion. And how could – and I'll do respect, no stranger to high-level play played in the U.S. four ball not that long ago at Chambers Bay has been on – 
several um, Virginia Carolinas or Captain's Putters teams, successful teams uh, in that regard where they've played match play. So how could a good player, obviously, in his own right. Working through the top half of the bracket, after them go Scott Shingler and Jack Montague. That's a fun match. Scott Shingler won this championship 2011. Before Trey Smith won it in 2018, he was the last mid-amateur to win. This has been a uh, an event that's been dominated by college and high school kids just because you know those kids have a lot more time to practice and work on their game than the than the working man so to speak but Scott Shingler hanging in there he's 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 almost coming close to senior age at this point which has yep. got to scare a lot of people right on the now, yeah. uh, on the senior side of things that he might start playing there he's still a really crafty match play player then you got Jack Montague uh, from UVA he won the 2019 state open of Virginia Bally hack in a playoff over Mark Lawrence Jr missed last summer with a shoulder injury that was suffered in a weightlifting weightlifting incident and he said he spent much of last summer in a sling and it was kind of a bummer but he's come back and he's he's playing well and uh, I think that you're going to see a really good match there 748 number eight seed versus number 25 seed Ryan Patrick with the eight seed versus Ross Funderburk the 25 seed Ross had a great I remember last year last year's amateur Ross uh, led I think all qualifiers at large qualifiers into the championship with a 64, I feel like it was. Um, so a lot of good play in Ross. What do you think of this match? Ryan Patrick always seems to be sniffing around here in the match play portion of this. We see him uh, generally at the AM, sometimes at the State Open, but uh, he, he's a guy that uh, uh, just kind of grinds through there. And uh, I believe he played at VCU. I would. He can correct me if I was wrong on that, but I think that's what I've heard. Um, Ross Funderburg plays at Furman right now, played really well at the State Open. He Last year, hits the ball uh, a ton. Really good player. This should be a fantastic match. And then we have at 757, the 9 seed versus 24 seed. Two kind of opposites here in terms of age. Buck Britton, uh, very successful on the senior circuit and even in the mid-am circuit having won the mid-am a couple years ago and being maybe he was men's golfer of the year for us even a few years ago not that long ago um and trey marion trey was part of the winning side correct me if i'm wrong here winning side of the vsga mapga junior four ball in the spring so both of those players what do you think of this fascinating match uh buck Britton is not going to uh, get it close to where Trey Marion hits it off the tee, and that's where it's going to get dangerous for Trey Marion, I think, just because you, you know, your natural instinct is I'm 50 yards ahead of the guy, I'm probably better than him. I, I don't, I'm sure Trey is a smart enough kid to understand that, that uh, what, what Buck has done, he's made it to the final of this championship before, he has won a ton as a senior, he's won this year in the senior four ball. Um, Buck is hitting his driver really well. Uh, he had switched some things up before Boonesboro for the senior four ball, he's hitting it well there. And he's just, you know, crafty, really good with his short game around the green. So that that's going to be kind of a fascinating match just watching a young kid coming up, 15 years old, that's really f starting to find some success. And a guy in Buck Britton that's been around a long time that has had a lot of success in this championship. And Buck is riding high right now off of the phone call he got this afternoon from the USGA being admitted. Uh, he was the first alternate into the U.S. Senior Open. Um, now is in the field officially at the U.S. Senior Open in Omaha. So riding high off of that telephone call. And as he said to me after the round, one of the things that he looks forward to going into match play is that he will be hitting first into a lot of these greens. So that'll be an interesting one to watch. After that, Matthew Monastero and Liam Powderly, 
Liam was one of the players in the playoff. What do you know about these two? Liam, I believe, was one of the last players in the field as, as somebody dropped out on Monday. So he, he was able to, to, to play well enough to get into that playoff in advance. So congratulations to him on that. Matthew Monastero was a, uh, had a really good start to his junior career. Had some struggles in between, but has played excellent, excellent golf this spring and, and summer so far. Um, he's going to UVA here next uh, or, or coming this coming year. Um, I think he's trying to end his junior career in a high note, and he's played really well. He led David Stanford last week through 15 holes at the uh, junior match play, and then Stanford came back and beat him. But it was an outstanding match. Stanford goes on to win the title. So Monastero's a, a guy that to be reckoned with here. The 13 versus 20 match going off at 8:15. Two players who tend to be around the top when you look at VSGA leaderboards. Jordan Utley of Hermitage Country Club against Connor Burgess of Boonesboro Country Club. Connor plays at Virginia Tech. Correct me if I'm uh, wrong there. But what do you think of these two? Well, Jordan played at Richmond uh, some years ago. He is a two-time finalist in this championship. Who? I know is very, very hungry to to finally get his name on that trophy. Really solid match play player, uh, gritty competitor. You could say the same thing about Connor Burgess, who is, I believe was in the quarterfinals in 2019 at Keswick against Peter Gasparini and, and lost that match. But uh, uh, that that's going to be a battle. Those two guys are scrappers. And then after them follows Marshall Tinsley and Logan Riley. Marshall, Marshall was our... 2018 mid amateur champion uh 2019 at 2019 club. at yeah. dominion club i knew it was i knew it was dominion club i just couldn't remember the year uh marshall tinsley uh against logan riley now logan riley's interesting he's the youngest player in the field 14 years old um uh, from i talked to uh chris slate the petersburg member who played with him this week and just said he was a solid solid kid with just he hits it in a fair way isn't afraid to attack um just seems to have a really good handle on his game for someone his age and yeah marshall tinsley i've i've known marshall personally for a long time because i used to work in lynchburg uh where he's from amherst uh so we talked back at the old central virginia uh championships there and, and uh you know marshall's really come on in the last couple of years and has played very very strong mid-amateur golf uh i certainly don't think he's going to take anything for granted against logan it's going to be a fun match mm-hmm 8.33, Garrett Kula and Dustin Groves. Garrett had a good round today. I think yesterday his round was one to two under. He wasn't, you know, in any type of real visible place on the leaderboard and knew he was going to have to put up a good round of sorts today. And I think it, what do you have, 67, something like that, 68? It was a very good round. 68, yes. 68, very good round from Garrett to earn the 12th seed and play Dustin Groves tomorrow. Garrett's coming off a high of making it to the semifinals uh, of the junior match play last week. Uh, also lost to David Stanford, but you know a lot of people have lost to David Stanford, <laughs> yeah, so right. that's not that's not an embarrassing thing for him at all. He played very well in that match. Dustin Groves, uh, you know, long time, uh, really good mid am competitor. He uh, came up with one of the really key points last year in the captain's putter in the singles competition, uh, rallying from behind to win. So I, I, I wouldn't. Uh, certainly he is a really good match play player. Um, that's that's going to be another great match there. 8.42 now, our, our, our other side of the bracket, our number two seed, Mirban Singh versus Benson Blevins. Benson Blevins is the 31 seed. He was one of those players in the playoff. Mirban obviously pretty much cruised uh, for the most part through qualifying. 
you know, poor guy, he started off so hot, was six under on his front nine alone through the first day and only finishes at nine under. I say only finishes at nine under, but earns him the number two seed against 31 Benson Blevins. Another fantastic junior player, Maribon, up at Independence High School in Ashburn. Um, he's got one year left. I believe he's heading to Virginia Tech as well. Um, so Brian Sharp's doing a great job of getting some of the, the top in-state talent down there. I don't know a ton about Benson. I know he's a, a young AGGA player that uh, is from Withville, which Matt Smiley will tell you is the uh, hub of Southwest Virginia. So that'll be that's going to be an interesting match. A couple of juniors going at it there, and we'll, uh, Maribon's got some experience in match play. Uh, made it to the semifinals last week up at Winchester, so he's he's riding a high as well. Yeah, eight fifty one, fifteen seed versus eighteen seed. Evan Beck and Drew Brockwell. Evan Beck was a past for state open of Virginia champion uh, against Drew Block Brockwell. I don't know much about Drew, but I think you do. Yeah, Drew also at Virginia Tech uh, came up and played really well in our junior championships before heading there. He and Connor Johnson teamed and won the junior four ball, I believe, when they were seniors in high school. So, um, you know, it's a very strong player, big athletic uh, guy that can, they can really hit the ball far. Um, and Evan Beck, you know, he's come back to the mid-am game after some time as a professional, was on the Arnold Palmer Scholarship at Wake Forest when he was there. Very, very good player um, that, that uh, can be super consistent, as we saw up at the mid, uh, excuse me, the multi-format team championship. Yeah. Him and Mikey Moyers were awesome, and Evan played a huge role in that. Nine o'clock now, Alex Price, the seven seed versus 26, Charlie Hansen. Charlie Hansen is another Virginia Tech player. And Alex Price, not one I know much about. What do you know about these two? Alex went to the semifinals last year. He plays at Christopher Newport. He's from uh, Northern Virginia up in the uh, Love or Purcellville area, I believe, out of Stonelay uh, Golf Country Club. Um, Left-handed player. Um, pretty demonstrative out there on the team with his shots. I mean, he just he seems to get really into it. And uh, uh, he, he's got some expectations after making it to the semifinals last year. And Charlie Hansen had a really good year at Virginia Tech. I think that, uh, that he was a little bit of a surprise at how well he played during his first year there. So he's a, another strong junior player. And then we got a couple of, excuse me, college player. We've got a couple of those battling here in this matchup. 909 this would be a fun one to watch if you could if you could watch it just because for the entertainment value of following Joey Jordan 10 seed I think he was five under par through two rounds of qualifying against number 23 Justin Young plays out of Ballyhack Golf Club uh, Justin a great mid-am player and Joey has really risen in the mid-am game in the last just actually became a mid-am mm -hmm. within the last couple of years who had walked on to the Virginia Tech team not that long ago was a great feature in the Virginia Golfer magazine a couple of years ago when that when that happened and Joey's playing a ton of golf right now and playing very well. Yeah, he was the club champion of Will Oaks last year. Got to pick the team that won the club championship uh, back in April. Um, uh, Joey, as as we will describe, is is hype. He is a certainly a high energy guy, and uh, he hits the ball a ton. He's going to be a, a, a really good guy to watch. Justin Young's just consistent. Uh, he he makes deep runs deep runs in this tournament on a consistent basis. Uh, really good player. Has been the low am at the state open a couple of times. Has won the the mid am. Uh, always featured on the Carol, the captain's putters teams if he wants to be there. Um, so th this is going to be a, a fantastic match. 918, number three, Sam Jung. It's taken us so long to get to talk about Sam that you forget how good of a round he put up yesterday in the first round at eight under par. Is that correct? 
believe he was he was seven seven under, under par yeah. excuse me seven under par 65 sam shot um sam plays out of birdwood as a member of the uva men's golf team playing number 30 cullen campbell who was one of those individuals who was in the playoff but cullen was runner-up last week at the um junior match play what do you know about these two We'll start with Cullen. Yeah, he, he played very well against David Stanford and just came up a little bit short. His putter kind of dried up a little bit on him on the back nine. He'll admit that. Um, he's heading to UNC Wilmington. Um, uh, really, really good ball striker. And he's trying to get his driver under control is kind of what he said last week uh, when I talked to him. So that, that'll be something to watch. Um, you look at Sam Jung is a UVA fourth year who did not see a lot of action last year, and he really wants to change that. And this summer is big for that for him. He's, he said, I, I need to play better. I need to crack the lineup. And it's not easy to do at UVA, a team that advanced to NCAA regionals this year and has a lot of high-level players. So I think you, you've got a very highly motivated guy in Sam who has made it to match play once here and lost in the first round 2017. 927 14 seed versus 19 seed the oldest player in the field but not one to be taken lightly by any stretch keith decker against channing blevins you know i thought this course would set up for some of the the, the older players in the mid-amps just because uh, i mean driving distance is a big deal but it's not the biggest deal here you're you're you, know, you still have to get the ball to the to the greens and make make putts and make you know, have your short game be on order and keith decker's just that guy he's going to do that he's obviously got a ton of experience in match play competition all over the country and he's won this event a couple of times it's been a while but uh, certainly i think he probably feels like he can compete with anybody out there so um he plays a ton of golf and it's going to be a tough challenge for channing um that that but that'll be a really interesting match to, again a younger guy against one of the you know the virginia golf hall of famers so we're right. talking one of the best players to, to to play in the amateur game in this area it's amazing to watch keith as a virginia golf hall of famer who continues to add titles to his resume having won the mid-senior back in the fall and then teaming with lauren greenleaf to win the mixed four ball and also another VSGA member to have qualified for the U.S. Senior Open, along with Buck Britton. Keith qualified outright, Buck having made it in as an alternate. Nine we'll also add that uh, Roger Newsom was in as an exemption, so we'll have three oh, over fantastic. there for Thank making you. it to the 2019 senior am U.S. Senior Amateur Final since there was no Excellent. Senior Am last year. Yes. So we've got three. It's great. Thank you for that addition. Um, 936, David Stanford. We talked a lot about David Stanford just through talking about his, his play when we brought up other players who fell to David in the junior match play last week at Winchester. He goes up against Connor Johnson. Uh, David going to Virginia Tech in the fall. Connor Johnson goes to Virginia Tech currently, correct? Yep, we'll be a couple of teammates uh, coming up there. Connor is, has been a mainstay in the in the VSGA for, for years since he was a junior. He was medalist, I believe, once, if not twice at the junior match play. Um, really, really good, uh, long athletic player that, that can put it out there. Uh, David is just, as we've watched him over the, over the last years, he made it to the final of this thing last year, uh, went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Mark Lawrence Jr., uh, don't want to get into a short game scrap with David because his bunker play and his and his play right around the greens and his putting is is just phenomenal. I saw him at the at the Virginia West Virginia matches, you know, save par from from absolute jail by getting it up on the green and making a twenty five footer just with no nerves. I mean, he just seems to play loose and free, and you know uh, that should be a fun match just because of a couple of guys are going to be playing together in college now. Yeah, and David, you could tell if. Uh, um 
no, excuse me. I'm off on another. I'm off on another topic and another individual. Nine forty-five. Our last match of the morning round of matches: Patrick Garris versus Jimmy Taylor. Eleven versus twenty-two. Another Virginia College matchup here. Patrick is at Radford, where there is. Uh, we, we had a lot of Radford players in this field, which mm-hmm. was great to see. Um, uh, Jimmy Taylor is at William and Mary. He's from Belhaven, the same club that Teddy Zinsner's from. Uh, Jimmy had a. Really, really strong final junior year. I made it to the junior match play final, believe was in the semifinals at Keswick, if not the quarterfinals. I can't remember exactly how far he got, but uh, off the top of my head, but uh, another big, big athletic guy that can, that can pound it out there, and uh, that, that should be a great one. This is going to be really exciting to see how play and how this bracket shakes out as we move through the week. Chris, just give us a schedule of the week. We have two matches tomorrow, correct? And then we would go to two matches again on Thursday. Correct. We'll start at 745 tomorrow, or excuse me, 730 as we talked about. Um, after lunch, we will get the the round of 16 matches out there. Not me- necessarily in the same order as you see mm-hmm. here, but if you know one's finished earlier, we'll try to get them out there as soon as we can to, to kind of try to keep the pace of play rolling. And then the quarterfinals will be on Thursday morning, followed by the semifinals after lunch on Thursday, and then Friday it's 36 holes for for the championship. You know, it, it just depends on how things go. Sometimes we we have one that goes all the way to the final hole, like in 2019 when Michael Brennan beat Chris Zhang, and we've had a couple of that that just one guy has just played lights out, like Joey Lane against uh, G. Sue Park a few years back, or Trey Smith against Andrew Kennedy, where you just go, well, that's match play. Sometimes the other guy just 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 kind of goes crazy out there. So this is going to be really fun to watch. I think we're going to hear a lot of players talking about, oh, I was this many under through this many. And I was, because that's really what it's going to take an excessive amount of birdies to advance through this. Yeah, I don't think you're winning with, with even par one over here. Not, not on this course. It's the way it's playing. It's going to be fun to watch. I hope you all will follow along on our social channels, VSGA1904, across all the social channels. Keep a lookout on VSGA.org. And in your MyVSGA mobile app, you'll see content in there as well. Chris and Sarah will be putting out more great content throughout the week. I hope you'll keep an eye out for all of that. Thank you for following us and sign up for a VSGA championship coming nearby soon. There's certainly one, and for whatever level of play you may have, there's also the VSGA one-day events. Uh, kudos out to Josh Coates, our director of championships. He just happens to be standing nearby. We would have said it anyway, but for the amazing and great course setup, and uh, Kenny Clark and the team here at the Country Club of Petersburg for the hospitality and the course conditions. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the fairway soon.